Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Small Biz Brainiac. This is your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. And next week, or not next week, this week on Thursday, Robert Attridge is back. So he'll be on episode 109. Uh, meanwhile, for today, it's part two of how to interview like a pro. Now, in the last episode, we learned about the preparation phase of the interview, and on this episode, we're going to learn about coming up with the interview questions. Now, one thing I forgot to mention in the last episode is that you should call the applicant's references before the interview. Now, that may have already been done during the screening process, and maybe that was provided to you as part of the interview prep docs, but if not, it's best for you to talk to them anyway because that's going to help you prepare your questions. So even though the primary objective of the interview is to gather information that will be used to make a hiring decision, it should be more like a conversation, and the questions should be designed to get the conversation started and to keep it on track. But you also need to be flexible, because based on some of the answers, you'll want to ask follow-up questions that aren't on your list. Okay, so what questions should you ask? Well, there are thousands of possibilities. So I'm going to provide a list of suggested questions that you could ask and a list of questions that you should not ask in the show notes. And for this episode, we'll go over the different categories of questions that you'll want to ask and provide a few examples from each. Okay, here we go. Introductory questions. This is where you're going to break the ice, set the tone, and make them feel comfortable. So for example, ask... How did you find out about the position? How long have you been looking for a new opportunity? What do you know about our company? Next, we have interests. A well-rounded person is more likely to be satisfied with their job. So questions from this category are also great for continuing to break the ice and getting them comfortable. But just remember, you don't want to ask questions in a way that opens the door to discrimination. Questions that have to do with marital status, sexual orientation, religious preference, age, and pregnancy should be avoided like the plague. You should never ask about non-work-related activities. So a question like, what do you do in your spare time, is a huge no-no. Instead, ask questions like this. What hobbies do you have that help you recharge? What are you passionate about? If you could spend three hours every day doing something you love, what would that be? All right, next is education. Now, based on the job, this may not be so important, so if it doesn't apply, skip it. Now, there are various forms of education, aside from the traditional university, that an applicant may not always list. For example, they might be an avid learner taking courses on Udemy or lynda.com, and that's good to know. There are also industry certifications and government licensing. So ask questions that uncover the full scope of their education. For example, besides what I see on your resume, have you taken any courses that you feel have prepared you for this position? What's the last book you have read or listened to? What certifications do you have? Next is work history. 
So I'm always curious about their past job experience. I'm talking about the real story and trying to get to the bottom of why they're moving on. What is it really that made them decide to leave? Were they fired, but they're just too ashamed to admit it? Now, most people have been fired at some point. So to me, what's important is that you find out what they learned from it. So ask questions like, why are you leaving your current job? Why did you leave the job prior to your current one? Because I like to go a little deeper. And finally, what will you miss about your last job? And next we have job performance. It's hard to evaluate past job performance. You obviously weren't there, so you're going to get the applicant's perspective only here. Before you start asking these questions, I like to ask them to explain their prior job duties and what a typical day looked like. Try to get them to talk about the past five years, at least. After that, you can go into the performance questions like, what's one thing you wish you would have done better at your prior job? What skill stands out above all other skills, and how did you apply that skill in your prior job? What tasks or responsibility did you struggle with the most at your prior job? Okay, career goals. So let's find out where the applicant wants to go from here. I like people who have a plan and who expect to advance, even if that means they'll be leaving you someday. I've had great employees leave because they're either in school and they're studying for a different field, so when they finish, they move on into that field. And I've also had great employees leave because we weren't able to provide them with advancement opportunities that kept pace with their growth. So here are some career goal questions. Looking back, is there another career you wish you would have pursued? Why did you choose to make this your career? If you get this job, what position or job would you like to have five years from now? Next is self-assessment, and here I want to see what they think of themselves. These are hard questions to answer, and I'm looking for confidence, determination, and even a healthy degree of arrogance, but with some humility. Because arrogance isn't an excuse to be rude or condescending. You can ask, what do you feel most confident doing? What are your top three best qualities? What's your worst quality? And next is problem solving. I want to know if they can think. You might also call this creative thinking. So ask, what is one example of a recent work problem you solved or process you improved? Describe a situation in which you found a creative way to overcome an obstacle. What was the best idea you came up with at your last job, even if it wasn't implemented? Next is decision-making. The goal here is to see if they're able to make decisions. Now, whether they make the right decision, that's another subject. John Lee Dumas of the podcast EO Fire said that his military commander told him that a good decision now is better than a great decision later. A context is important, but the example is a good one because it applies to business as well. So even if you have the luxury of time, a good decision now can be better. It just depends on the situation. Now here are some decision-making questions. What's the hardest decision you had to make in the past 12 months, and how did you go about reaching the decision? What is the process you typically follow to make a decision about a plan of action? If you have multiple job offers, how will you go about deciding which one to accept? And finally, we have motivation. So here, let's find out what kind of initiative your applicant has. 
Are they a self-starter, a lifelong learner, or just going through the motions in life? What about your current or prior job created the desire to excel? What work-related reading material do you consume? Tell me about a time when you volunteered for a task. Now, I also want to go over some examples of questions that you should not ask, but we're out of time. And we still need to talk about conducting the interview, so we'll have to extend this out to part three. Meanwhile, be sure to check out the show notes for the question guide. Well, there you have it. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac. Small Biz Brainiac.